Yeah! See, DeMarco, I am a big deal. I like Chris, it. Chris confirms my largesse that I'm on the board at SoFi, that I'm on the board at Staples Center. I've been on the board at the Big A. Pretty much this entire city revolves around me making eight-second appearances on scoreboards. Was this ever in doubt? <laughs> How did this come up? Is this really a problem? <laughs> exactly. What are we talking about? You, you understand. <laughs> let's just let's get yeah. right to it. Did you see me on the big board at SoFi on Saturday night? I, I did not. What? When were you on the board? Yeah. I didn't see it. <laughs> I, did, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. I you better. It. You need to pay attention. I, I it, did it's not. about 10 seconds worth of airtime. They had so, your face on the board. Me and Slee. Okay. We had a little ass Slee with Rampage, and yeah. then there... I, well, I, let me just be a little immodest here for Go a second. Ahead. I was on it more than once. I was also on it with my pal Kirk Morrison. Nice. Because they were talking about the Rams postgame show. You can break all your Rams stuff down immediately after the game with me and Kirk. It was basically the Travis Rogers show on the Jumbo Trail. That's pretty. See, how did, how did you like seeing yourself that big? <laughs> well, it's interesting, right? That's I the biggest you've ever seen yourself. Big. I see myself that big in the mirror every single this morning. This is true. It's, it's a little too much. It, you can't hide from that no. thing, can you? It shows everything. My it's huge. Goodness, the man. entire city. Absolutely. One of my buddies saw one of the promotional pictures yeah. and said, how long did you hold your breath to take that picture? Bruh, I'm trying not to pass out. Yes, I did that thing with Maurice and I'm looking, I'm like, I'm trying not to pass out. Like, can, can, you, in. can you take this picture, please? Because I'm going to start to turn blue here. Yes. If you make me do this Give too me much the William longer. Shatner girdle. I need it. You know, <laughs> let me hold it in, bro. I need help. Look, so, so Slee is on vacation. I hope he's having a good time. It's yeah. probably where he is in the world. It might be 3.30 by now. So he might be having dinner already. Where is he? We'll did, see. Did he leave? He's he's traveling the globe. He's okay. Going, he's going all over the place. I don't know exactly. He might still be in the air, actually. He works he 360, doesn't he? he? He works all the time. He's He is a worker for sure. Okay. But I will say this. I'm happy to have you here for a variety of reasons. We can talk about the Rams. We can talk about a whole bunch of different NFL topics. We'll talk about the Dodgers. But... I feel like I finally found a soulmate when it comes to our passion for gluttony. Yes. For, for, for food. food. Yes. For really getting after the things that matter. You a burger as glorious. <laughs> and I'm I, like, I've, I already loved you before, but I'm like, yes, he gets it. Well, when, it's when, glorious. When I said glorious, you put your hands together in that praying hands oh, emoji like, oh, yeah, oh, we, kindred spirits. Oh, that first bite. Oh, yes, I'm with you. Yeah, uh, yeah. So and, we've, and I could tell you donuts. Chocolate donuts with potato chips on top. And you said yes, please. Go, go on. See? <laughs> See what I mean? Keep talking. Yes, Marco. we vibe. But go ahead. Talk. <laughs> say it slower. Chips, <laughs> a chocolate donut with like Lay's potato chips on top. Yeah, well, oh my the, God. the sweet and salty thing oh, together. It's See? Pretty, have you ever had the potato chips dipped in chocolate? No. Okay, so I've they, never really. They will have them occasionally at, at like a candy store or one of those places where it's like a Lay's potato chip. Sometimes they'll give you a little like a ruffle with a little ridge. How long do we, we got two hours, right? <laughs> yeah, we can get that here. Yeah, we can. We can and do that. They dip them in a, just the end of it, uh, just a little bit, so you uh, get that sweet and salty bite. My toes are sweating. <laughs> it's <laughs> pretty good. I do have to point out though that the first text message that Demarco sent to the group was a salad. So I got to put this out. That there was his world. wife's lunch. Playing for the tie. <laughs> I'm playing for the tie. That, that is me going for the I, extra point. I, I believe you. I understand. I, I'll try to trick myself into a salad every once in a while. You know what? If I eat a salad today, then I don't need another one till Thanksgiving. See, you're done. You're good. See? <laughs> be right ready here. To go. Yes, sir. Ready to go. All right. So Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. 
I don't know if I'm being a delusional Dodger fan or somebody that has watched baseball for the better part of 40 years and have just seen this play out as many times as I have, but even though the Dodgers are four games back, even though that the Giants have won nine of their last 10 games and 13 of their last 16 and are the best team in baseball by by four games because right. the Dodgers are second best, I still believe the Dodgers are going to win this division. How? Well, number one, how is it? How I don't know how? if I have a difference. I need to know how because being delusional and a Dodger fan are hand in hand. <laughs> Seriously, no, really, think about it. Uh, if, if you're defending if, World Series champion Dodger fan, by you're the delusional. Way. You think respect. you think the team can do anything? So, but you have to tell me how they're going to catch okay. a very hot and very good San Francisco Giants. They they are both of those things. Yes. That, that is a hundred percent true. Um, I don't know if I can tell you how, but I can tell you why. Okay, okay, let me tell you why. Because more often than not, almost every time in Major League Baseball, unlike, you know, football occasionally will have a weird one. Basketball is pretty close to baseball, but baseball is the ultimate example. They play 162 games. They play so many games that it's really hard to not have the best team win the most games. The Dodgers have the best team. And I know, I know what you're going to say. Well, they don't have the best record. Bill Parcells, like well, you said a minute ago. I, yep. get, I get all okay. that. When the Dodgers are able to I'm put, looking at the standings. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I said, I don't 78 is greater than 74, right? I don't have a great argument okay. for that at the moment. <laughs> <Okay>. but, <laughs> Four games back means <laughs> behind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The B is the problem. <laughs> the 4GB, the, 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 B, the okay. B is the problem. Okay, the but go ahead. Back. <laughs> When the Dodgers are finally able, if they're finally able, to put their best team on the field, and I'm talking about getting Mookie Betts back in the lineup for more than five or six days at a time. Right. They've got Corey Seager back. Trey Turner is he's on base three times a night. Will Smith is playing at a high level. Justin Turner is back and playing well. Max Muncy's probably their MVP. Chris Taylor is an all-star player in the outfield. Cody Bellinger is kind of a lost cause at this point. He still does not look particularly good. A.J. Pollock had another two-run hit last night. They have the best players. They have Max Scherzer. They have Clayton Kershaw, presumably. They have Walker Bueller. They have the best pitchers. And over 162 games, I truly believe that those differences, Giants are, you're like you said, incredibly hot and incredibly good. There's still 42 games left in the season, and I think they get them. You know, what if, uh, if is infinite? What did I hear from Vermeil? If is infinite and championships are finite. Um, you could go on if you had this, if you had this till the end of time. Um, but what matters is what you're doing and what you're doing right now. So uh, if those guys all get healthy, then I agree with you. I think they are the best team in baseball, but that's a big if. You don't know if all these guys are going to start to straighten out and get hot at the same time. And we we both agree that getting hot at the right time is sometimes more important than being the best team, right? In the playoffs, yes. Definitely. And I, I think that the Giants are figuring something out, and they're on a streak right now. Maybe they're wasting it. We'll see. But I, I just don't see them slowing down enough or just falling off completely and then the Dodgers subsequently getting so hot that they catch you. Okay. That they catch the Giants by the end of the year. I'm going to take off my Dodger blue colored glasses yeah. and look at this a little more analytically. That's the part that scares me the most, what you just said. Which part? The, the part that the Giants don't have to go bad. Okay, they, 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 they're, they're not going to. The, we've played over 100 games, 120 games, and the Giants, their longest losing streak of the season is four. 
Okay, and in baseball, even really good teams lose four or five games in yeah. a row. You go back to the beginning of the season, the Dodgers had a stretch where they went five and fifteen. Five that that's downright bad. Right. The Giants don't they're they're not gonna do that. I'm look, I'd love to see it, but I don't think that that's coming. The part that scares me is even if the Giants have a couple of weeks where they say they play five hundred baseball, which say, is the, yeah, which is which, which is, is for okay. them is, right. is pretty bad, but right. it's not disastrously bad. Right. At that point, if they go, let's say they go twenty games and they go ten and ten. Dodgers are going to have to go through and win sixteen to twenty to catch. Is that it. possible? Well, I guess if all if everything is firing on all cylinders, yes. Sixteen to twenty is asking a lot. If even if a team that's firing on all cylinders, because you get one error, you get one Kenley Jansen appearance. We'll get to him in a second. Yeah, you have one. Well, he's game coming. Where Don't worry about it. <laughs> he's going to find. He's me. on the way. Oh yeah, he's here. Yeah. Look, okay, <laughs> let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. If if it takes me having him come in here and clobbering me, yeah. I'll do it. Okay. That's what it takes for him to get off of if the he mound. If he throws 10 punches, he just, you're good. Oh, he may land one. I'm just saying. He's a, he's a big guy. Well, I mean, if he lands one, you're out. But he, yeah. Look, he would tear me limb from limb. There's there's no two ways about okay. that. Yeah, but go ahead. But if that's what it takes to get him off, that's fine. I just don't know if the Giants are going to go bad. And it both of those things would have to happen. The Giants would have to come back to, say, 500. And the Dodgers are going to have to continue to do what, what they've done, which is win five in a row, win 10 of 12. You're going to have to go and win 75 80% of your games and hope that the team that you're chasing, the Giants, wins 50% of those because four games is not – is not nothing. Right. You they have they have one, baseball, one yeah. three game series left with them, right? Yeah. Dodgers win two out of three. That's one game. Right. And that's half a week that's gone off the schedule. You gotta keep doing it. Yeah, towards the end of the year. See, this is what I'm talking about. This was an exercise in delusion. See, <laughs> what you started with is they can do it and then proceeded to tell me why they can't. Now, which do you believe? I believe that they're going to do it. I, I really do. <laughs> I really, truly do, because I keep coming back to this. What's your key? Like, what? what is it? Uh, what makes you believe, besides the fact that it's the Dodgers? That they're better. Okay. I, I truly believe that, because, like Bill Parcell, you are what your record says you are. Right. And it's one of my favorite quotes of all time, other than um, Eldon Campbell, when he was asked, did you get your degree, he said, or did you earn your degree? He said, no, but they gave it to me anyway. Wow. That's at the top of the That's list, right behind Shaq, who said... I got hurt on company time. I'll fix it on company time. That's number two. Wow. And then that one. You are what your record says you are. Shaq said that? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I got hurt on company. I love oh, yeah. It. No, yeah. that's one of the, yeah. I got hurt on you company time. I'll me? fix it on company guaranteed time. Guaranteed contract. That's what that says <laughs> you, to me. That's the second time you've brought that up this morning. The yeah. Guaranteed, you, you've, you harbor a little animosity towards the baseball and the basketball guys, don't Try you? that with Mike Zimmer <laughs> in Minnesota. I got hurt on company time. Oh, yeah. Fired. Get out of here. You guys need a better union. <laughs> that's Josh Rosen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll get to Josh Rosen a little bit later on. No, I, I, I'm optimistic. Let's go to Kenley, like you were talking about a minute ago. How, how many times are we going to do this? How the, the the Dodgers were playing against one of the worst teams in the National League. Pittsburgh's 42 and 78. They stink. They stink. Right. They're not a good team. They're 36 games under 500. They're 31 games out of first place. And they had the Dodgers on the ropes last night because Kenley Jansen comes in first guy double. It's like, here we go again. Yeah. Right on the heels of watching Blake Trine in, in the eighth inning. Is go, he hurt? Pop, pop. He's not Is hurt. Is he hurt? What's the issue? Did he lose his stuff? No, kind of, because, and yes. Because to do what you say the Dodgers can do, mm -hmm. track down the Giants by the end of the year, you're going to need him to be dominant. So what's the issue it, by your eyes with Jansen? So put really simply, the cutter doesn't cut as much. 
and it's and, and the velocity is sporadic. There are nights where he throws really hard. There are nights where he's 95, 96, and that's certainly good enough. But there are also nights where he's 91, 92. Major league hitters, 91, 92. Let's go. Hurry it's, up. Yeah, Serve it it's up. Glory. Bring, bring it. Bring it. Hurry. <laughs> right. Throw it. No, I'm ready. Throw it right now. Yeah. Right. There's a fight at the bat rack to get up for a chance to go swing at 90 mile an hour pitches. Right. When Kenley Jansen was one of the best closers in baseball, which seems like a million years ago, really wasn't. It's was a couple years ago. Let's say that ball would cut, I don't know, six or eight inches. Okay, it doesn't sound like a lot. That's a lot. That's the from the center of the barrel to the end of the bat or the hands, depending right. if he's a left or a right hand. You're not going to get a lot of home runs yeah, yeah. off the end of the bat right. or off the handle. That cutter, instead of cutting six or seven inches, is cutting one or two. Well, that goes from the barrel to the other part of the barrel. To smack. To, <laughs> right. Yeah, to they, line it, it drive. Doesn't, yeah. And he walks guys now. You saw it again last night. This is a team that the Pirates are not good. He gave up two hits and walked a guy in one inning. Pirates only had five hits all night. He gave up two of them in one inning. Well, there's only two things that can happen with pitchers that all of a sudden lose it to me. Either they're on to you or something's wrong with you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, you're tipping pitches. They're finding a way to figure out what's coming, and they're 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 ahead of you. Or you've just lost something. You've lost velocity and movement in his case. Movement velocity then, to a point, but the movement. Then the, how? The cutter doesn't Why? cut as much. It, Age. It's like tire tread, right? You can't put it back on. Once you drive that tire for 60,000 miles, it's bald. Okay, so you're not talking to him. You're really talking to Dave Roberts. I, I, Enough of this. Dave is a part of uh, it. Okay. it, it I, I just don't know how many times we need to – play this out. Imagine if the Dodgers had lost that game last night. You saw the Giants hold serve. They beat the Mets. The, Met, the Mets aren't good, but they don't stink. So they have to beat the Mets, and they did. The Dodgers are playing against one of the weaker teams in the National League. These are the games where you have to make your money. Yeah. And they put themselves on the precipice again – because they keep sending Kenley Jansen out there. And I, I I can I can hear it already. He won the game, or he saved the game. They didn't lose. All right. Eventually, your hit and or two hits and a walk isn't going to be against the Pirates. Right. It's going to be against the Padres. It's going to be against the Reds. It's going to be against the Giants. It's going to be against the Braves or the Brewers or one of those teams that you're going to have to beat to advance. Those guys aren't going to ground out and pop up in those situations. They're going to get a hit. I think you're going to need them to lose for the argument to work. Because as long as you, it's like the Jared Goff kind of sort of situation. As long as you win, it doesn't matter how bad he played. You know, it's it's all hey. Next time you bump up against somebody that can do X, Y, and Z, you might lose. But they didn't lose. They won. So the the train keeps moving. So I, I see where you're going with it. And I, at some point, I I think it will bite you in the the rear if you don't fix it. But if you keep winning, it's just noise. I have a way you can fix it. I have a way you, that you, you I, really? I have a way that you can transition from one guy I know into a different is. guy. Put cheese on it. Oh. <laughs> well, that's always a good idea. <laughs> cheese or chocolate, one way or the other. I'll tell you how you fix that. And coming up in 15 minutes, we're going to get DeMarco's top five performances to look for this preseason. But coming up next, Dave Roberts has bet the boat the best and the most difficult job in baseball. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
DeMarco Farr in for Saliwa today. Slee is somewhere doing something, probably somewhere over an ocean in an airplane with Lady Slee getting ready to enjoy his time. He's texting. He's on the phone. He's working. <laughs> I kind of was hoping he yeah. re- I don't think he can call from wherever he is. I still. I, I really do think he's in the air. He's taking a very long flight, but uh, we'll, we'll see, see whether or not he's coming back. He's like my older brother. When my older brother can't use the phone, uh-huh. <clears throat> he considers that vacation. <laughs> but he's texting, he's online, he's doing everything else except talking to people. That's considered vacation. Can, I bet sleeves like that. So I was on vacation two weeks ago, or last week. Was it last? It was last week. Um, How'd you do? Uh, we did great. You did great. <laughs> we did great. Yeah. But what you were saying, we were uh, we went on a rafting trip one day. Yeah, in, in, on the uh, Clark Fork River in Montana, which Ooh. was just awesome. Nice. The best part about it, other than being weightless in the river and floating down and feeling like you're the king of the world, yeah, is that your phone doesn't work down there, uh, and everybody was present. It makes me feel like I'm 150 years connected. old for saying that, but yeah. everybody was present. It was great. Have you seen that movie? A river runs through it. Yeah. Was it like that? Kinda. Oh, see. Kinda. Okay. Except for the uh, the 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 boat captain Alexis, she had a playlist going in our boat. So that That's was not a, so bad. That was a I little, can deal with that. that. Was a little you know what? Unlike I've come it. around to uh, music at practice. Yeah. I've come around. Okay. I used to hate it, but now I get it. It's okay. It keeps a little mood. Keeps yeah. everybody loose. Yeah, it's fun. You know, the old me says this is stupid. This is bad. You can't be tough. Well, you can be tough and dance at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> All right, it's time deal. for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, and here it is. I thought that I knew a lot about how to eat, and I thought that I knew a lot about how to eat in the car. Yeah. You you told me something earlier today that is a bit of a game changer for me. Well, you asked me about In-N-Out Burger, and <laughs> uh-huh. you were talking about Slee not knowing how to order at In-N-Out. <laughs> okay, we'll get I to mean, that in Ask DeMarco. And I told Slee, Slee, just throw out a number, bro. You know? Get out of it. But I said the only thing that McDonald's would have over In-N-Out for me uh-huh. is I could drive and hold a quarter pounder. And the box in one hand as I'm driving. <laughs> and there's one within, what, a mile and a half from here? Yeah. Uh, that gets me right onto the 110 right behind it. <laughs> and my record is, I'm really, I can leave that McDonald's and have and be halfway done with that quarter pounder before I get on the 110. Okay. Absolutely. I have a lot of questions. You know, the, the, the ketchup onions. I know sometimes exactly they fall why out. you're doing what you're right. doing. I that is but why I have learned. I, yeah. I, I, I'm... I'm I'm dumbstruck. I'm just, yeah. I, I'm such in awe of you right now. Yeah. Like you've won the Super Bowl, which is pretty impressive, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. You've played in the NFL for a long time. Whatever. I get it. Yeah, fine. I've been around athletes. I didn't know that there was a human being on earth that could eat a quarter pounder while holding the box. Yes. That the burger comes Flipped in. open and not miss a beat. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm how, good at this. How many bites of box do you think you've gotten None. in your entire None. life? The box is out of the way, and it catches all the junk. Look at look at my hand. There's the technique. There it is right there. See, burger goes in this. So the, right. the bottom part of the box goes underneath your jaw? Yes. As I'm going in, I could you know, separate it a little bit more, get the bite, whatever drops, drops into the box, and I'm good. See, I, I, I want you to be like a professor at a school, and I want to be one of your acolytes. I want to, I just, I just want to go around and study. It helps DeMarco being Farm. left-handed. It helps being left-handed, so you can drive. Oh, so, so this good. is why I just do chicken nuggets because then you don't have to worry about the whole box and holding your hand. You just got one thing at but a time. You have to dip the nuggets, right? You can't do that you and drive. The, no, you put the then dip it's in all your over cup your holder, pants. and then you get there. It's, it's, it's got to. You got to okay. have a technique. See, I'm gonna make a confession. <laughs> 
what? It's the first time in my life where I've ever been involved in a discussion about fast food and felt like I was in over my head. Really? Okay. <laughs> Give it a you're, shot. You're operating it. at a level it's the that I didn't box. even understand existed. You, this you, is so exciting Learn for me. to do it. It will save you. This is so exciting <laughs> for me. That's your straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Here's how Dave Roberts does the Trinan um, Kenley Jansen switch. And before I hear anybody out there, hey, you can't do it, you can't do it. Yes, you can. Here's how. A, he's already done it. Did it last year in the World Series. Okay. In the middle of the World Series, in the middle of the postseason, when Kenley was getting tagged, when Kenley blew the game against the Rays in the middle of the World Series, Dave Roberts finally, I don't know what took so long, but finally had the light bulb go off and said, I can't do this anymore. We're going to lose the World Series if. because we can't get the last three outs in the ninth inning. Right. And he went to Urias, and he was great, and they won. Okay, so he's done it before. Now, that was about as close to the finish line as you can get before finally seeing the light and saying, I'm going to go in a different direction. The Dodgers haven't been losing a bunch of games because of this, but a bunch of them have been really close, far more comfortable than you would like. Here's how you make the switch to Trinan without destroying where Kenley is. You give him some days off periodically. Hey, we're going to make sure that you're as fresh as you can be come October. We're going to make sure you're as fresh as you can be come the end of September. We're going to need you the most. We're going to start splitting Wow, coach, up. you're dumping me? No. No, absolutely not. I'm just I, saying, players I, can see through no, that. I yeah, yeah. I, no, I need you at the end. Okay. So what we're going to do is starting soon, we're going to kind of split this up a little bit. You're going to get it as often as you don't, but we're going to give Blake some of these ninth innings. We need to do Ooh. this. We need to get ready to do this because I just need you to be fresh. I need you to – and whether the player can see through it or not, DeMarco, I really don't care. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. That I, I'm, I, we can be friends later. This is tough. I've been as loyal to you as I could possibly be. Yeah. I need to have the guy that throws 98 miles an hour and hasn't moved sideways as my ninth inning guy. I need you guy. to be better. I need that guy yeah. in the eighth inning or in the ninth inning, not That's you. That's fair. Okay. And that way, and that way, if Trinan A doesn't pitch well, which I don't think would be, he's pitched lights out all season long, or B, maybe he gets hurt. You know, maybe they're, they're, injuries happen. Right. Then you can go back to him, and it's not like you benched him and said, "I can't do this anymore." That's how you start to if. make that transition. Yeah. Right. That's a big if. I mean, that's that's. Well, that's the thing. I was going to ask you, how do you feel about Dave Roberts? You are a fan, right? Yes, I mean, I am. and loyalty is a is a big part of his managerial style so can, can i can i stop you right that, there because the, the loyalty thing is that's a, a tough sell with the a, guy you believe in i totally get but you don't believe in him or at least i don't well, maybe yeah. dave still does but you because Obviously, he, here, here's yeah. here's the point that i don't get about the loyalty I, i'd like to have my friends my family and everybody be loyal to me I, it, it's an important thing but your loyalty to one guy can't supersede your loyalty to the team but i i, I can't whack you because we so I have almost, to wait for you to burn the house down before I take away the matches? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if, if A good manager? Yes, absolutely. I, I can't whack you for something that, that almost happened. But it, if it, it happened, did happen. It did happen. It happened in the World Series last year. Why do I have to wait for it to happen again? Well, okay. Well, that's that's the World Series. We're talking about most recent outings. It all You almost cost us the game, but you didn't. On the heels of almost costing us the game. Uh, that you can't live on the edge every damn night no i need you to be better absolutely can't get away from that we can't have this but i i, I can't whack you for something that almost happened that's bad it, it, there have that's been how more, you kill morale there have been more than almost well, coming out yeah. of the all-star break he kicked one against the rockies and then he kicked back-to-back ones against the san francisco giants the, 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 and again, it's been three, four weeks since that's happened and he's yeah. pitched better, but he hasn't pitched well. Well, the one thing that we don't know, 
I'm sure Dave Roberts knows, is can he get better? So I, I bet he's banking on this guy all of a sudden finding, getting hot, getting groove. You know what I mean? Do you know a lot of athletes that get better in the middle of a season when they're past a certain age? Uh, no. Yeah. I guess not. That That's hard to, off the top of my head, no. But guys that were once great that are scuffling can find it again. Absolutely. So, I mean, and the only way to do that is keep sending them out. That's that's the thing. But when it starts to cost you games and this race you're in with the Giants that you think they can catch the Giants. I do. If you start to lose ground because of them, then you have no choice. But if you keep winning and the team keeps winning, even though he's not pitching well, if you if, can't gas somebody for almost If we losing. were at the beginning of July, I'd, I'd be, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. But we're in the middle of August. There's 42 games left. Every single game is not just okay. Well, we're one we're one further behind. You you cannot afford. Well, this, yeah, this is part of the delusion part that we're trying to work through because you still think it's possible to track down the Giants. So I everything do. is more magnified. You know, you know who? Yeah. I'm, I'm not the only one. You know who else who thinks so? Who? The guys that make the numbers in Las Vegas. The Dodgers are still the favorites to win the division. They're in Vegas. They, they those those what hotels are they in? Those hotels didn't build themselves, Demarco. <laughs> right. They they, 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 make they the, those hotels are built because they get those numbers right a hell make, of a lot more than they get them wrong. They make the best bait out there in the world. <laughs> they get people. They're preying on suckers yeah, like Travis Rogers. <laughs> they also got the Giants pretty wrong earlier in this season. They True. were forty to one Ooh. to win the division. See, so somebody just bought a house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Vegas is just going to take a whole bunch of people's money. <laughs> right. But the the crazy thing about Dave and the crazy thing about the Dodgers that we're talking about with and, and let's just take it off of Kenley it's really weird because I would argue that a major league manager has two things that you have to get right if you're going to have a successful season and Dave has gotten one 100% right and the other one about 95% right number one okay. is make sure your guys know their roles Make, make sure that guys are in a good place between their ears. Never a problem. I, right. never, never a problem with the Dodgers. Yes, never. Okay. Those fair. guys understand their roles right. really, really well. He gets okay. guys rest when they need it. You got guys like Matt Beatty who don't play every night, but when they do get a chance to play, they play pretty well. He does a They got a good ph- way about them. Phenomenal yes. job with that. Okay, so what's the 95%er? Managing the bullpen. And I think he's got it 95%. The Dodgers are going to have another bullpen game tonight right. after having one last night. They got another one coming up. Think about this. Tony 95% Gonsolin, is not bad. Tony Gonsolin, gone. Yeah. Dustin May, gone. Clayton Kershaw, down for the foreseeable future. Um, Trevor Bauer, gone probably for good. We, you've got uh, whom? I mean, there's a fifth one that I'm forgetting as well. Anyway, they, they've had all of these starting. They, they're doing bullpen games two or three days a week That's and a have lot. for a couple of months that they continue to win is an incredible testament to what Dave Roberts has done with juggling that bullpen, and a testament to Andrew Friedman, too, for getting all those pieces to slide in and fill uh, the holes. But for whatever reason, when it comes to the ninth inning, he just has this block of, I'm not going to touch it. Wow. See, I think part of that is uh, that loyalty is the reason why he's they've been so good in these bullpen games. An NL manager that has to manage a bullpen, to me, is the best in baseball. Mm-hmm. And this guy's one of the best in baseball. Uh, but it's all based on loyalty. So I think at some point you're going to have to ride it out. I think one of his guys is failing him, but I can't say that's a knock on Dave Roberts. What makes him great is also what's hurting him or costing him the five points in your mind. Yeah, I just that ninth inning. It's yeah. I, I, I've never wanted to be wrong about something more in my life. I'd love to see <laughs> Kenley Jansen go out there and just absolutely hammer through three batters every single night and say, "See you, dumb fatso on the radio." I told you I know how to do it. I, then nothing would make me happier than that. Oh. 
I just my, my whole just, morning was made <laughs> when I got on. It was Travis just beating the whole Gamley <laughs> Jansen all the way up the freeway. My I loved goodness, it. my goodness. All right, coming up in 15 minutes, we do a very special version of Ask Slee. It's going to be called Ask Demarco. But coming up next, we're going to get Demarco's five preseason performances to look out for across the entire NFL. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee on 710 ESPN. Living legend Manny Pacquiao and current welterweight world champion your Dennis Ugas will meet in a blockbuster title fight live from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. The Pac-Man is going to put it all on the line yet again as he looks to add to his impressive collection of belts. That's Saturday, August 21st at 6 o'clock on pay-per-view. Buy now on the Fox Sports app and watch on any screen you want. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. (laughs) <laughs> six hours by myself oh long long time ago and i uh i don't want to do it again how, how, how was the other uh 18 hours <laughs> sleeping <laughs> yeah. reading and doing things like that Stay out of along Travis's the way. way absolutely <laughs> Travis Slee is brought to you by progressive insurance all guests appear via the goodyear hotline i always like it when people call in let's go our first call of the day demarco we'll go to my old hometown arcadia go apaches oscar in arcadia oscar what's going on this morning Hey, Travis, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Marco, nice to have you this morning, too. Thank you, sir. What's going on? Listen, guys, I I love the conversation you're having, and I've been thinking about that for a while, for the past two, three weeks. Travis, you're right on, 100%. I've been thinking about this also. You know, let's go back about two weeks ago when the Dodgers were playing the Giants. They beat us the first night, but the second night we won. Now, the third and fourth night, it was Urias and Walker Buehler. We were up twice in the ninth inning, and, of course, they brought in Jansen. Well, he blew the Uria save. That would have been a – that's against the Giants. That would have been a two-game switch. We have been down by him by only uh, two or one, one or two games out. Well, the following game, Trinan had come in. They, they let Walker Buehler pitch not only a seven, but he came in on the eighth and pitched one out. They brought Trinan in, and all he threw was – eight to nine pitches. So I'm thinking, okay, well, he's going to come in the, on the ninth inning. No. You know, uh, Roberts went back to um, Jansen again, and Jansen blew that save. And I'm surprised because he had thrown 27 pitches on the Urias game. Yeah. And he throws like 32. And, and see, that's right there, those two saves that maybe Trotting would have got. It's not, a, it's not a sure thing, but it's a better chance of him getting a save than, than – uh, then, uh, yeah, I think you bring up a good point, Oscar. Right let me let me jump in there real quick. I appreciate the phone call. That Trinan last night, I think, threw eight pitches. I mean, he just he comes in there and just, I mean, Demarco eight pitches. You can't ask for much more efficiency than that. Three outs and eight pitches, and looked pretty easy doing. It. And then right. Kenley goes out there and throws twenty plus, <laughs> and is just slugging his way through it. And it, look, you can pick any one night where one guy does really well and another guy does not do as well, and say, see, this is a pretty. Com- I can't remember the last time Blake Trinan was in deep trouble over and over and over again. It's going to happen to everybody once in a while. 
But Jansen's in trouble frequently. Right. Twinen's very rarely in trouble. It seems pretty elementary to me. Uh, it does. I mean, but like I said, I, I keep going back to this. Until it, you start losing ground because of that guy, it's hard to make a switch. Because eventually, I mean, the reason he's in that spot is because of how uh, a certain skill that he has. He's scuffling now. Mm-hmm. It's a game of runs. All you need for that guy is to get right, and then your bullpen is lights out. Like you said, 95%. That's not bad. No, it, yeah. it, it's pretty good, but the problem yeah. is that 5% might be the most important 5%. Could knock you out. Yeah, I yeah, got so you. So maybe I need yep. to redo my math again. All right. One preseason game in the books already, yeah. Marco. We've got to, your top five stories of the NFL preseason. Give me number five. Well, this is fun. Let me just say this. We talked about this before. This is like those theme park souvenirs. <laughs> you know, when you take your kids to Disneyland or where have you, and they got to have the mug, the T-shirt, the the, the, the balloon. It means the wor- a lot. The balloon's right. the worst. And by the time you leave the parking lot, they could care less or it's broken. <laughs> right? So... You know, you listen to shows. I heard Key and the Gang, and they were talking about all the established guys, the guys we're going to be talking about in September. So I always feel bad about the guys we don't talk about. Uh So I thought we'd talk about some great preseason performers that we may not see again. So I'll start with number five. Yep. Raymond Calais. Yeah. He's a Ram. I had to force one on there because there wasn't much to choose from. Nice it's, return he had on Saturday Nice night. return. He had uh, two punt returns, 50, uh, 52 yards, a 26-yard average. That's great as a punt return. That's good film. Now, I don't know. The job is open. Punt return job is open, but I think they want Tutu Atwell to do it. So, Raymond Calais is putting out film for the rest of the league. Two punt returns, 52 yards. Uh, that's going to turn some heads. Uh, another guy, Geno Stone. You may not hear this name again for the Baltimore Ravens. He's a safety. Had two picks in the preseason. Uh, two picks in preseason game number one. Going to be tough to make that squad, but Geno Stone is what I call a preseason All-American. He's on the map. <laughs> right. You know, when you're looking for guys, when you start performance cutting like guys, that could get him a job somewhere else. Practice squad. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you want to get your name out there, this is the way to do it. Two picks. That will do it. Now, this is this one really caught me off guard because I've never, ever pronounced this name before. Ramondre Stevenson. Okay. My, my phone has underlined it in red. <laughs> it has never seen a Ramondre. Does anybody know a Ramondre? You, you need to type it a few times and your computer will oh, learn. Yeah, R-H. <laughs> R-H-A-O-M. O-N-D-R-E, Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, He's a New England Patriot. Now, this is a pure Belichick guy. We don't know how good he is. He played at Oklahoma. Now, he was suspended from the football team at Oklahoma. Okay. Probably not easy to do. Right. (laughs) See, I gave you the pause, and you knew where I'm going. He got suspended (laughs) at Oklahoma. So he missed a few games. He was the fourth-round pick. Uh, This is a guy that carried the ball uh, ten times. Uh, for 127 yards in the preseason. You don't see a lot of 100-yard rushers in the preseason. 127 yards, 12.7 yards per carry. Damn. That ain't bad. And they won, 22-13. So that's a guy, preseason All-American. A.J. Rose, uh, Minnesota Vikings, drafted out, undrafted out of Kentucky. 25 carries. 25 carries for 100 yards. I want to interject real quick. This is how you know the preseason is dead. The guys are getting 25 carries. Well, okay. Nathan Peterman threw the ball 39 that times. That wasn't the plan for Minnesota. It just happened that way. A okay. few guys got banged up. He was okay. supposed to go in the fourth quarter. He wound up taking 25 carries, 100 yards. Wow. They lost 33-6. to six. So he basically played Steven Jackson. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> carry right. the football, carry the football, carry the football. But look, that's film. That's stuff that people can evaluate. That's how you get jobs or or keep a job or get on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Now, this is going to be tough. I've never had to say this, but my phone understood this. Hamilcar, 
Can I spell it for you? Please. Like Mark Hamill, H-A-M-I-L, Carr. That's his first name. Hamill Carr Rashid. Okay. Junior. Defensive end, New York Jets. A sack and a half uh, versus the Giants. Undrafted out of Oregon State. Now, this is what's good. Robert Sala, his coach. Remember him in San Francisco? He could care less where you came from. Can you get to the passer? Right? You just did it for a sack and a half, and watching the film could have had two more. Wow. So this guy absolutely tore it up. So I'm glad to see him leave San Francisco and go to New York. I want that guy out of my life. Well, he's going to build the Jets. <laughs> well, you but know, the Rams won't have to play him twice a year in New York. If they figure out that quarterback spot, yeah, he'll yeah. get it right. Same thing with Brandon Staley. If he gets that defense right for the Chargers, yeah. uh, look out for that, 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 that kid, that quarterback they have there. But that's my top five guys. I want to give some love to the guys that are going to be cut in a few weeks. So let me at least, as an undrafted guy, say your name. Let me speak your name. I was just going to get to that because that, to me, feels a lot like somebody who came through it the hard way. Let me speak your name. Right? That you, you were an undrafted player who came in and made a career out of it. It's hard. I get it. We have to do it. Uh, I, I see the the, uh, the preseason announcers. There's so many names you have to know. But what I can't stand is when I watch TV and watch a game and there's a guy that makes a, I mean, a gutsy sack, a run or whatever, and it just gets talked over because they're talking about something else. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It is time for Ask DeMarco is Bring what it. it is. And I knew that today was going to be a good day, DeMarco, because when I said to you, hey, are you up for you? Like, yeah, ask me anything. Anything. And you got it. What did I say to you at that point? I said, these are kind of the questions going to be like, what do you put on a hot dog, right? That was yeah. the example I gave yeah, you. Yeah. Beto and Whittier, right? Hashtag Ask DeMarco, what are you putting on a hot dog? Whatever's there. <laughs> That's number one. What do you got? Okay. At the Hall of Fame, I was so mad, almost caused a stink. They had ketchup, mustard, and that's it. That's it. That's it. No onions? No onions. No jalapenos? No, no relish. No, no nothing. Relish, no just chili, just no hot, cheese? Just ketchup and mustard. <laughs> I was disappointed. And if you got it, I'm putting it on the you're dog. You're putting the ketchup on there. Absolutely. What's the matter with you? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's my hot dog. <laughs> it's my stomach. By the way, that's it's my the, elliptical that's machine. The, that's the best answer I've heard. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's my hot dog. My hot dog. I'll treat it any way Thank I want. All right. Uh, how about this? This is a good one. This is from Rome Show. Hashtag Ask DeMarco. How often do you think about one of the best tackles made in NFL history on Kevin Dyson? How often do you think about that play? Oh, God, every day, because there's a picture of it that leads into the bathroom. Mike Jones. In, in your house? Yeah, I told Mike Jones yeah. I will have that picture forever. It's it's him tackling Dyson, right? That sideline shot, uh-huh. where you can see the ball is short. Yeah. I said, I will have this picture forever, and he makes me like take a picture of it. So I put it right next to the bathroom. So every day I think of him. I So t- take me through it. What, what's going Get, through your mind as you see Dyson running with the ball? Uh, uh, <laughs> we're going to have that? a walk-off Super Bowl Well, loss? first, I mean, look, we were dealing with Aaron McNair. Right. And he was running all over. The, and I was yeah. dead tired, Trav. I was beyond tired. So when he threw it, I was happy. When I turned around and saw the guy fall, I knew he had won. So 
The drama wasn't on the field. It was up were you, the uh, Were you on the field as it was taking place? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you see that he was short from where you were? R- when he went down, I was right behind it. So when he went down, I could tell that he was short, and he missed the uh, the, the, the goal line. Oh. So I'm thinking maybe they're on the goal line, then the clock was zero. <laughs> hey, we're champions. Throw a party. Here we go. Let's go. Where, here, you need to know my ring size right now. You Absolutely. want it later? How are we going to do this? I went stone cold. Beer me, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <That's> fantastic. <laughs> All right. Ryan in La Jolla writes, does DeMarco know how to order correctly at In-N-Out? I can point to a number, yes. <laughs> so you're How just do you that fail guy? at In-N-Out Burger? Well, I don't know. Funch, can you find the In-N-Out order that Slee had? I don't know if that's uh, try to readily it. available. So we had this conversation yeah. with Slee at one point. I said, because he said to me, what do you get? And my answer is the same thing it always is. It's a double-double animal style with chilies, fries, and a pink lemonade. Bang. That's it's Okay, easy. Yes, and or... Slee- or- Hey, Travis. (laughs) You again? Right. All right. Right. Be out in 10 minutes. The usual? (laughs) Exactly. And when I asked Slee, hey, what do you get? He goes, well, you know, a a cheeseburger with the stuff and, uh, you know, some fries. And the In N Out community in Los Angeles pounced on Slee for not knowing how to order. So your vehicle pulls up. Hi, welcome to In N Out. May I help you? Double, double, cheese, strawberry shake. No chillard. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Wait, see, they're not mad because he doesn't know how to order. He's the guy that takes like forever. (laughs) That's why the lines are so long. That's why they're mad. (laughs) Travis and DeMarco are like, let's go. Let's go. Point to a number. Give them money and move on. Yes. <laughs> so good. All right. That glorious burger. Here's another one. This is from TFP. It says, um, Will being on vacation in a different time zone correct Alan Sliwa's dinner time to a normal person's, or will he still have his supper at 3.30 wherever he is? Hashtag ask DeMarco. He eats supper at 3.30? Yeah. Explain this, please. It's it's something that I really don't like to talk about with Al, because I, 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 I like him a great deal. Okay. And and, and this is embarrassing on his part. Was he 80 years old? Thank you. Thank you. He'll send me pictures from restaurants. Hey, Trav, having dinner. He's the only one in there. Was he? Uh, what are the, is he doing intermittent fasting or something? I, I, no, I just think to he's defend got a Alan, weird he says that's clock. not his last meal of the day. He'll usually eat afterwards. Like, that's, oh, uh, that's just me so defending Alan. He decided to go on vacation. Yeah. He doesn't get to defend himself retroactively. Okay. Emily, let's let Slee take a beating while he's going. Yeah, he eats what he's calling his dinner at somewhere between three and four in the okay, afternoon. Okay, I know some old people that eat, that eat breakfast the night before. <laughs> Okay. What? Yeah, they eat breakfast no, the night before. That's, that's called an eating disorder. That's what I'm. They're just old. Okay. <laughs> if it works for him, so be it. By He's the skinny. Way, yeah. There isn't too many things that are more satisfying than some fried eggs and pancakes and potatoes at like twelve thirty oh, in the morning. Yes, it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, in New Orleans for a Super Bowl, the Rams Super Bowl when they lost. Yeah. We came back at four four a.m. to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Asked for eggs and hash brown. Oh, the kitchen's not open. Yeah. How about a few beers? Sure. <laughs> so we can get alcohol, but we can't get eggs. <laughs> Yes, welcome to New Orleans. Yeah, there's got to be a Waffle House somewhere near your hotel. You can go. You can go take care of that. Beer's like bread, essentially. <laughs> Thank you. Sandwich in a can. Sandwich in a can. Drew in West LA. I think I know what this means. Oh, is five foot seven the height that should? Oh, let me let me rephrase. Oh, I, got, I got it wrong. Oh, wait. If five foot seven is the height short guys lie about, is ninety the score bad golfers lie about? Hashtag Aston Absolutely. Yeah. Anybody who's five seven never cops it. They never claim it. But, London Fletcher yeah. is five seven. <laughs> what does he say? He's he five swear, nine. He swears he's five nine. <laughs> of course. Chase Daniel, who was on the field, swears he's six feet. <laughs> I can eat a peanut off the top of your head. I'm a shade over six feet. Come on, man. Yeah, it's it's always funny. Everybody wants a little bit more. Yeah, I used to be six four. 
Yeah. Well, that's what in I high said. school, yeah. I have a buddy who goes, oh, I'm six feet. I said, well, that's really exciting because that makes me 6'5". This is really, really exciting Five, for seven. me. 5'7", that's right. Yep. People do lie about that. One yeah. more. I got here. Here it comes. Uh, Francis. <laughs> Trav... <laughs> Trav can't answer this because he was born a 55-year-old man. (laughs) But at what age is one supposed to go from wearing cool Jordans to old man Nike Monarchs? Hashtag Ask DeMarco. Okay, not the Monarchs, but you need to dial back the Jordans, say, around 50. By the the time you get to 55, it's starting to look a little creepy. (laughs) You know? you, You... you know what I'm saying? What's worse, after 55 with the Jordans or pre-55 with the Monarchs? <laughs> Guys, I've seen wow. 70-year-olds with Jordans on. <laughs> well, you're Where? Talking to, you're talking Where did to you Jordan see them? I saw social media. There's a guy that's a, a famous influencer guy. He's like 70 or 80. He's wearing Jordans all the that's time. That's different. But, I'm Bob, just talking an average dude with Jordans that's 70 at the McDonald's. Bob Kraft wears Air Force that's Ones. That's right. He got his own 80. Air Force One. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's different. That's Robert Kraft. He's a billionaire. Yeah, when you're a billionaire, the, the rules right. are cut out the road. You can, you can kind of do whatever you want. All right. Coming up in 15 minutes, we're going to have some real Lakers talk about which vet might end up joining the Expendables in L.A. But coming up next, what do Tom Brady and Jared Goff have in common? This is Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. And Ask Slee is brought to you by Kia of Carson. This summer, find your next car or SUV at Kia of Carson. Hurry into Kia of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to KiaofCarson.com. All right. So let me at least say your name. Absolutely. Coming up in 15 minutes, we're going to talk about how lucky you need to get to survive in the NFL, especially at the quarterback position. But coming up next, you see the smile on my face, DeMarco? Ask DeMarco. That's coming up. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.